0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Retrospects Podcast. I am simply just one of your hosts, Erica, and of course, as always, our other lovely, lovely,
1: lovely, 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 lovely host is Brie. That's me. Hello. Greetings. I'm saying hello to my friends. How are you friends? You doing okay? Weird Hanging in there? Hand, weird weird hand gestures. Weird hand gestures. It's the it's the school pictures where you always had to put your hands on top of each other and then rest your chin on them. Good old school there. pictures? You know? Floating head. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, let's get a let me get a picture of that. <laughs> it looks so silly. <laughs> it's
0: so hard not to laugh. I'm sitting there like, that's such like a terribly non-aesthetically pleasing pose, too. You I know.
1: It. Well, it's been a couple weeks since we last recorded. Um, How's things? What's What's been going
0: on? Not much, really. Just the same old thing. Still looking for houses. Still not finding any you know just just doing those great things i'm looking forward to my my little self getaway in a few days although <clears throat> i did go to my best friend's wedding um yes. so i did do that yes. that was a really good time um it was so cute they i've never seen like
1: that was like a really cool looking wedding
0: it was it was it was it was and it was very like original it didn't feel like a look at me kind of wedding like oh we're doing this because look at me look at my dress look at this it was so like just about them and their connection like when they were going to do who gives the rings first they did rock paper scissors and i was like uh. <laughs> and then oh. literally i said to myself okay cuz so i was talking to her beforehand cuz i did her hair and makeup and I'm like, oh, what's the song you guys walked down to? I didn't even ask. And she's like, oh, it's a surprise. Like, we're not telling anybody, which makes sense why I didn't know. Because I feel like she probably would have told me. So that's why I asked. And I'm like, oh, so I remember standing up there waiting. And then the Don't Stop Believe Instrumental version started playing. And all (laughs) I could think of was the wedding singer. And I just started crying. And me (laughs) and my friend
1: Courtney are both crying. And I'm like, are you serious? Oh, my God. That's so stinking cute. Yeah, that was but, you know in the Wedding Singer. Isn't that the one where um yes. Linda leaves him at the altar? Well, she goes. <laughs> she made a funny
0: joke, and she's like, "See, she's like, I'm like Linda, except I did not leave.
1: <laughs> Something that could have been brought to my attention yes, yesterday. Yes, okay.
0: <laughs> Can you get out of my Van Halen T-shirt before you <laughs>
1: jinx the van and they break up?" <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love that movie so much. Definitely
0: well, one of one of my favorites. Just yes, like it's definitely so good.
1: A, like one of my top 5 favorite rom-coms I think ever, for sure. I,
0: I was like, you know what this would be if Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler this would be if they walked down to that song in, yeah. in the wedding cuz it just oh my it's god, cute. it was so cute I that, mean, that like, was like my one positive fun thing.
1: Everything else has been moving. But and I mean like cool. even after the like the the wedding was over like you posted a video of you guys doing like he, like a, like a hungry hungry hippos but it was like you guys he were was? attached to bungees oh, oh my, my god, god. so amazing
0: <laughs> so if anybody from like the new england area um specifically massachusetts um has ever heard of kimball farms they've got one in westford they've got one in Haverhill. they've got one um like far, far like out western mass um And it's just, like, they've got tons of land, so you can do, they do, like, weddings and things like that, but they've got, like, mini golf, uh, like, this, like, zipline, they've got bumper boats, all that kind of stuff, ice cream, like, they're really well known for that, especially, like, the one in Westford. And so I remember, like, when she said that that's where she was doing it, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the best. And so when she told me, she's like, oh yeah, I rented this thing, it's like a Hungry Hungry Hippos thing, which... (gasps) <gasps> I will not disclose what she told me that she paid for it, but it was pricey. Like, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. believe it, but it was exhausting. Oh, I did it twice. And I literally, after I got off, I laid on the ground in the grass. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I love that. I, it was like, that looked like that would have been my favorite part. I would have been like, I'm just going to crash this wedding just so I could play Hungry Hungry. Oh, there were kids, there were kids who
0: liked teenagers that had come on it that weren't supposed to be on it. And I was like, all right, I guess I gotta be that grown up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, so that was good. And then your thing, your other thing, the, um, Bachelorette party was yes. Fun oh my gosh, too, that was right? a really
0: great time. We did like um, we played video games because we're nerds and that's what we do. And then like we went out to we like did lunch. Then at some point we came back. We played a bunch of different board games. We played this board game called Mysterium, which was really fun. And then we went out to dinner to One Ten Grill, which is one of my favorite places to eat because they make everything on the menu gluten free. And I mean most a lot of places don't do that, so I. And it's right. so good. So, so good. <laughs> and then we had Friendly's ice cream. And then, you know, we, you know, just partied the night away. And then I may or may not have, you know, just not felt so great at some point.
1: <laughs> From all the uh, festivities. You know, just
0: so, so much enough. sugar.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that happen to me, too, where it's just like... Oh, this does not taste like alcohol at all, but it was like all sugar and very kool lady. Any
0: any, <laughs> any drink that is blue and 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 resembles a blue slushy is probably dangerous. But God, does it taste so
1: <laughs> good! Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, I think my little getaway was nice. Yes. Um, do tell, do tell, my little. It was nice. I uh, got to actually, I, I met the designer of our logo in Woo-hoo! person, so that was cool. Um, so thank you, Edwin. If you're actually listening to this, hello. Um, and yeah. what else was I going to say? Yeah, so I got to sit, see, meet him and his wife and kids. So that was nice. Um, the beach was nice because, well, it this it was it was nice because it was like a quieter, less busy beach, and they let me into. One of the military beaches because all of the public beaches were going to be like so crazy because it was Fourth of July Great. weekend. But they had this, but at the beach, there was, I don't know what exactly it was, but like whenever you were swimming in it, in the water, it kind of felt like you were swimming in like orange pulp. So strange. It was so weird. And then it, but it got all in my hair. And like I washed my hair twice. I still couldn't get it all out. It literally took me half an hour of brushing my hair to get all of this junk out. It was disgusting. But <laughs> Did you ever, like, figure out what um, it was? I, I don't know, because there was a lot of it. And it was something, like, even when I lived in Virginia Beach, um, it was something that I've never seen before. But, and when our friend was, like, he was, like... It's, it's poop. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, I would have seen this stuff before, you know? Like, it, I don't know. It just didn't seem like it. Anyway, if it was, it was just, it, I don't know if it was like a, like whale poop. And that whale got very close to the shore. swimming just, with the whales. Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I hope it wasn't whale poop. But yeah, anyway, so it was very it was, it was still a good time. Uh, Coming back was difficult and going back to work. And I've, I don't know, I've just been in like a really crappy mood. I will say that since then I've been very like sad. And I think I've kind of told a lot of people that I have been sad and it's been bumming me out recently. And I don't know why, but I mean, I think part of on top of everything, like on top of me just being sad, I like didn't get a job I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to get, and I was just so mad at the world. I'm like, this is never like nothing is ever going to work out for me. Like you know those like those things that you yes. like nothing is ever going to work out for yes. me. Everything's going to be terrible. I'm just going to end up in another job that's new, but I still hate it, and everything's going to be awful, and I'm never going to be happy. You <laughs> go you through just, all those like, You just spiral. Yep, yep so fast and that's what it's what's been feeling what it's been feeling like and I've been trying to like calm myself down the last couple days and it's kind of helped a little bit but you know it's it's just one of those and I'm not even PMSing I'm really not it's just I don't know
0: (laughs) sometimes I feel like it's just I don't you know well I mean it's 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 some sort of chemical imbalance obviously you know so our brains is just like sometimes they're like okay la 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 i'm running okay i'm running okay oh i think i'm gonna not run okay for a little bit boom and then it just like drops here (laughs) for a little bit and you're like oh my god why am i here right now wow
1: wow (laughs) this is not a fun place to be but like this is not a fun thing yep. to do. But, and then on top of everything i was like why i kept thinking i was like why why do we have to pick sad movies to watch and i was like because that was like another another thing i was like i have i told myself and our audience that i was gonna be watching all of these movies in time and i was like i don't want to be sad i want to watch something stupid. Yeah. I wanted to laugh and then that's what I was like I whenever I was like watching Homeward Bound earlier today and I cried like I was like <laughs> I was like sobbing <laughs> what's my problem but uh yeah you get it um so yeah. I guess we should just get into it then huh <laughs> you know that's that's what we're here for listen
0: this is the let all our troubles and sorrows out the door for however long it takes us to finish the podcast and then we go back to regular life.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be and sorry. Like little... we,
0: all, we all have those...
1: Bree and I always say
0: that... I mean, it's probably a good thing, but when one of us is usually in that position, the other one of us is not. So it kind of, like, it balances yeah. each other out. Because usually it's true because believe me there's plenty of times where i'm
1: feeling exactly like she is and i'm just
0: like god i just hate everyone
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then there's times where i feel like i feel like you actually get angry at things and people and you complain or not you vent i think i shouldn't say complain like you vent your frustrations and you air your grievances just just to like sometimes it's just validating to have somebody say yes that sucks yep. <laughs> yes that's that terrible sucks. and then but I'm like for me it's just much more like internal you know what I mean like I I don't it's not necessarily like I'm mad at anything in particular it's just yeah it's like some kind of imbalance I don't know but hey that's what therapists are for right. and I have an appointment next week so that's something to look for there you to. go um yeah hey listen mental health matters right. okay so yes uh so today we are talking about homeward bound and we're talking about uh secret garden again we're talking about movies that made us cry movies that made us feel all the feelings slash wrecked us emotionally um and fun fact I never saw Secret garden before today believe it or not um uh. which is crazy because I watched all those kinds of movies like around that time. And I'm really surprised that I didn't watch secret garden. I don't know why. Just, maybe I don't know just, why,
0: you know, you just missed it somehow.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but it was very interesting. I, like, and I had like a, I have my comments for later whenever we touch on it, but um, so when it comes, so homeward bound and secret garden, I think came out in 1993. They both came out in 1993 what was going on in our lives in nineteen ninety three? What were where were you at? Where were you in your life in nineteen ninety three? We were like five years kindergarten. old. Kindergarten. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, technically, we would be starting kindergarten because.
1: It, so Gender, yes. Yeah, starting kindergarten in like the later part of the yes.
0: And when yeah. I went to kindergarten, we had a uh, half day kindergarten. So I think I was a.m., I want to say. I think I was a.m. kindergarten. <laughs> which is funny to yep. So, you know, I was just living that, um, living that kindergarten life. So basically, I was almost almost like around Zachary's age, which is kind of crazy to think about.
1: Oh, that is kind of crazy to think about. Like, well, he goes to kindergarten Aww, next year, and even though
0: that seems like far, it, it's not. It's going to go like this.
1: Yeah, for real. I mean, I um I I was actually homeschooled in kindergarten. Really? My mom did a whole bunch of like stuff, like a lot of like the writing and stuff with me because I I was living in a like a really crappy area. If I remember correctly, it was Yeah, it was was a terrible, like, it it was like one of the lowest rated school systems in the state of Ohio at the time, I think. And so my mom wanted to homeschool me. Um, I was five. My younger brother was a toddler. What else was going on? I was in ballet, um, living the dream, loved me some ballet. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, I I was in my little pretty, pretty princess phase, I feel like, at that time. I, too, was very... I also was in dance
0: and I was trying to think, was I doing ballet then still? Probably. I personally, because I'm sure and I feel like you could probably understand, I'm somebody who just, you know, likes to move quicker, I guess. And for me, when I was younger, especially like the basics, which is basically what they're teaching you when you're little, little, I just was like, "Eh, I need something else.
1: Whenever I was little and I loved it, I wanted to continue. I was like, when I, that, at that point, I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a ballerina. I'm going to, I'm going to dance in Swan Lake and the Nutcracker. <laughs> like that was my, that was the dream. That was hey, the dream. Hey, listen, you never and- know.
0: Maybe someday, even if you're like, even if you're 90, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I always say. But see, that's more realistic. Mine was like, I'm going to be, Um, well, actually- in a way, I kinda did live out my dream, but it wasn't quite the way I wanted. Like I wanted to be like, you know, Mary Poppins, but not necessarily like in the nanny sense, even though that is kinda what I went for. I was like, I want to be Mary Poppins because she can sing and fly with an umbrella. Like that was yes. that was my mentality. Yeah. So I mean, I guess somehow I ended up teaching in some way became a Mary Poppinsque. Just not just just not yes. It
1: was like, I wanted, like, I wanted to do everything that was artsy. I wanted to be a painter. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to sing. Like, it was just like all of the artsy things were like my jam, you know? So... Like, I, I couldn't even make up my mind at five years old, and I can, and that's never stopped, so.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, same. That's probably why um, I uh, don't uh, have a college degree, because I could never make up my mind. I was like, I don't even know what I want to <laughs> do, because I like too many things.
1: Yes, yeah it's it's hard it was hard for me to focus on one and then i was like i'm too far in i can't quit i can't quit now oh my god that sound that sounded sexual i'm sorry
0: (laughs) it was just more or less because you put a lot of you put a lot of oomph behind it when
1: you said it (laughs) (laughs) yes sorry guys don't listen around your children okay (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, 1993. Uh, this Homeward Bound came out in February of uh, 1993. Um, it was a Disney production, so you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That's where I watched it. Um, and it was basically a remake of a movie in from 1963 called The Incredible Journey, and that's why it's called, like, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Um, and it was also, like based off of a novel of the same kind of thing and sorry um, to interrupt
0: you but i'll forget to tell you it's funny that you say that about the incredible journey because for the longest time before they had disney plus matt and i always wanted to watch homeward bound but all they ever had was that original version we're like we don't want to watch that we want to watch homeward bound not the incredible journey
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy i like uh you know i was just uh you wonder why? Oh, there's a little... Isn't there... Okay, I just looked out my window, and I see a little cardinal. Isn't that, like, some kind of symbolism? Yes, it is. It is a
0: symbolism of a... Like a... Uh, someone that you've lost. Mm-hmm. Aw. And he's, he's just
1: staring at me. And he's so pretty. He's so red. Oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I'm sorry. I'm, like, freaking out over this cardinal. Squirrel. sorry okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pay attention i promise okay so you know obviously it's been a long time since i've seen this one um it was it definitely brought back a lot of memories um i love that uh michael j fox i remember i was like yes that's right michael j fox was the voice of chance and um sally field was the voice of sassy the cat which made me happy too because i was like I used to, one of my favorite movies when I was, I was a kid was, um, Teen Wolf. Like I loved, I loved also Teen Wolf. It's
0: one of my favorite <laughs> movies
1: ever. I love Teen Wolf so I, much. Again, I haven't seen that since like forever. I'm going to be I honest. Teen I, pra- Wolf, I, pra- I, I watch it. it at least
0: like a few times a year. It is by far, I, I forced Matt to watch it because he loves like Back to the Future so much. I'm like, all right, fine, fine. But we're watching Teen Wolf because
1: I love i'll have to watch that one too um again sometime soon but yeah i was like i i I just remember being a kid and being like oh well that's the guy from teen (laughs) wolf and then thinking of um mrs doubtfire Mm -hmm. the mom from mrs doubtfire like i always could pick out like oh yeah that i know that voice from somewhere you know and um, so yeah, it was, again, it was Disney that came out in 1993. It was directed by a guy named Dwayne Dunham. Um, it grossed $57 million worldwide. Ooh. So that was kind of cool. And it does have one movie or like one sequel, which I don't even remember to be honest, but that's besides the point. Um I, I don't know how to say the, the voice, the name of the guy that voiced Shadow, but he just sounded like a sweet old man. Um, his name was Don, and Don, Amici, I think A M E Amish, Amech, Amichi? I don't know A M E C H E. I'm butchering the name, but he was a, he yeah. was a, an older man. He he was in his eighties, and this was actually his last film. Um, because yeah, I, I I get all these terrible like last film ones, guys. I'm so sorry, um, but he is a, um, yeah, he passed away in, uh, later in 1993 at the age of 85. And also, I mean, that's, those are the voice of like the main characters of the animals and, you know, obviously it's the, the overarching thing is just like the loyalty of our animals and our pets. And, um, I just remember like, while I was watching it today, I, I, it was there were some things that stuck out to me in the beginning that obviously I didn't catch up on whenever I was a kid. Um, but like like the it was a mixed family because uh, the mom was getting remarried. So I didn't realize that they weren't like like a the original like nuclear family. It, the, it started out with the mom and dad's wedding. And so it, they were a blended family, which was obviously like a thing that was becoming a little bit more like i guess acceptable and they were i think they were probably trying to normalize that at that point in the Sounds early 90s right. yeah and the one thing that i got really mad at whenever like i was watching it earlier i was like if you're moving for even a short period of time take your freaking animals with you <laughs> like i was so mad i was like i understand this person you know has a nice place that's big open fields but your animals are there, to me like to me they're family and it's it's are, so crazy i feel like that's such
0: like a I don't know you. I, sometimes when i look back at movies like in the 90s and 80s and stuff like they the way of thinking was a bit like different like nowadays i feel like people wouldn't think of doing that nor would do i think it would be in a movie yeah
1: yeah like i would like i i could understand like taking the animals there leaving the kids there with them while the mom and dad go on like a honeymoon or something like that (laughs) that makes sense but if you're like you know part of the family would still be there and the kids wouldn't like the kids wouldn't be missing them the animals wouldn't be missing the the like the family I don't know it's just like take care of your pets man and the other thing was um with Shadow being a rescue, like, like, they talked about him being from the pound. And obviously, he was like a little naughty boy in the beginning, because he was, uh, he didn't have any, like, respect for the family, because he was like, well, you know, they don't really love me anyway, this really isn't my home, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And so I'm like, it it just made me very sad (laughs) to, like, watch that. I was like, I just want to help all the animals. I just want to work with I just want to take care of all the, the sad dogs and cats that don't have yeah. homes. I want to take all of them. Um, so yeah. <laughs> but I there were a couple things that I forgot. Like obviously, whenever they were they got out of the farm, and whenever like the family, I guess it was like the dad's. It was like a temporary work position or something, and that's why they were going to San Francisco. But they still ended. They still had that house that they were living in at the end that was like the same house that they got married at. So it was like, they had the house, but they also had to end up staying in San Francisco for a few months or something like that. I can't remember, but essentially, um, yeah. So the, the dogs get out and I just, I forgot about, there was a lot that a lot that they came across and a lot of things that I forgot about. Like when, um, sassy was trying to cross the river and she almost drowned. And then she fell over the waterfall like she went over the waterfall and you're like how did that cat not die Um, and I remember I think (laughs) movie magic (laughs) movie magic I guess yeah and I remember like I think I remember being like crying at that whenever I was a kid for sure like being sad that like I didn't I never had cats but I always wanted a cat but I just was allergic to them um and sassy I was like, "That's so sad." I was like, "Of course, she's just trying to get home, and she dies." I was like, "Like, that's not fair. That's not good." <laughs> but I, but I will say that the sweet old man that finds her and rescues her, like, God bless him. It's just so sweet. Know, like he I just, know. like it was just so sweet to watch. And it's just like the I don't know. It there's something about like I love the human compassion that you can see in people like that. Like if you can help some, like help a cat that you don't know <laughs> like that's that, that's helping wonderful. animals in um, general
0: you just how can you know
1: yeah you not? absolutely yeah yeah i just i was like that's the best of humanity right there um and then the and then while sassy was gone the shadow and chance had to like uh kind of run away from the mountain lion and i just kept yep. thinking i was like can a dog actually run away from like can it outrun a mountain Ooh. lion i don't i wasn't sure but <laughs> uh, i would hope so i mean <laughs> you know and Probably being terrified a lot about of
0: factors involved in that i'm sure
1: yeah especially since since shadow was an old an old boy but i'm glad that they did obviously yes, yes we're um, very
0: glad he survived <laughs>
1: Um, and then, whenever you know Chance sniffs the porcupine, and the porcupine spikes oh, go I in. I remember that. Yeah, that is like
0: a scene cor- that I have never ever forgotten. Oh, yes, I, like it I know, right? right? My head. little
1: baby. And then, um, I think I was reading in like the continuity. I think there's, um, in continuity errors, there somebody was like, the spots where the spikes are, like, um. They change every time, like in the, if you watch, I never, I didn't realize it um, because I was looking up some of the facts like right. afterwards, but uh, yeah, that like they change in every spot and, you know, at the end, whenever they are found by the uh, yeah. rangers um, and they take him into the thing and they pull the things out, most vets would put the dog to sleep or like right. not, right. Like, not, not to sleep, them but like, knock right. him out. Oh, yeah. You know, cause like, like how, how, I don't know. That's, that happened to my
0: That's... grandmother's dog.
1: Oh, really? Well, she, they live in
0: Maine. So, yep. And you, ha- they had to go get them pulled out. There's no way they were going to be able to do, I mean, they, yeah, they, contemplate, I mean, the, with they all contemplated the it, but they're like, because so, for them, they have to drive so far. They live a good, like, mm, hour plus Probably away from the vet so if they don't have to go they don't want to but they're like i mean obviously we can't take care of this and they had to get them like removed they, there was no way someone could just be
1: like oh pop 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 <laughs> okay yeah that's uh that would have been terrible <laughs> i can't imagine like trying to like pull a pull something like that off of a dog's face and it just not stop moving like i don't know but um i the, one of the other things that i wanted to, to mention was apparently the like the first night that they spend out in the wild um and you see the moon in this in the sky i think it like in every different shot there it's a different moon phase apparently oh. so um next time you watch it that's a fun fact to like keep an eye out for
0: like that though too like watching stuff anything i mean even when matt and i when we watched old school the other day we hadn't watched it in so long we still kept picking up on stuff i'm like i don't remember when like especially picking up on like a lot of movies you'll notice like people who say stuff under their breath that i didn't notice before i'm like hey they just said this and i'm like oh man Uh, every time we watch something we always pick up something new
1: oh yeah i mean and then um I think the other one was, like, I, the one thing that I read that I, I didn't know about. Apparently, like, the grizzly bear in the beginning, whenever they come across the bear and they run away yep. from it. There's no grizzly bears in California, apparently. Um, so that was something interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, every movie, especially, like, this is not, like, I think there's a lot of things like that that happen in movies. Because it, there's the aim is to be, like a movie for kids. The aim is to be, like, a family-friendly movie, so nothing... So it doesn't have to be, like, super perfect, but I feel like every movie has its, like, little things you, like that. You, you will you...
0: find that in every single movie because I remember, as I've told you before, like, when I was watching and McGregor movies all the time, once I started, like, looking at behind-the-scenes stuff, I remember the first time, like, when I first found um, IMDb, that was, like... Man, I can't even remember. It's been around for a while, but I remember, like, when I first, first found it on the internet, and, like, being able to just, like... Oh, my God. I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? <laughs> you were watching...
1: You, you and the yes, movies, yes. Continuity no, thank covers. you, thank you.
0: So, one of the movies they were talking about was... Um, the movie Velvet Goldmine, they show like, uh, they show like back and forth between like two different times. So they show like in the eighties and then they show like later in the nineties and they're showing like Christian Bale, who's supposed to be in New York. But if you sit there and watch the movie, if you sit there and pay attention, you'll realize very quickly that it's clearly not New York. No one is driving on the right side of the road. At some point, there's, like, a shot ah. of a double-decker bus. There's just, like, a few di- but same. Like, I remember reading on Internet Movie Database, Database. they will show you different things on there, like, oh, this happened in this scene yes. or this happened. And I remember that was one of the first – and, I mean, so let's see. So that was probably 2002. So 20 years ago, that's how long that that site's been around is when I first started, like, seeing things like that. So it's,
1: wow. I know. Isn't that crazy that's to think crazy. that way? <laughs> Oh my God, two thousand two was twenty years ago. Oh, oh my God, Erica, you're gonna make me cry. Oh. If you notice, I had to like look off in the distance. I'm like, Oh my God,
0: how long ago? Is that? <laughs> 22, 22, that oh my God, oh oh
1: my God. Okay, I
0: know to think I was a freshman. We, we were freshmen in high school. We
1: were freshmen in high school. 20 we were years going ago. to be freshmen. I should say. Oh my
0: God, which is crazy. <laughs>
1: oh my God, I
0: remember that. Oh I my remember, God, I remember
1: going into high school. Very me long. too i <laughs> i'm having like a panic attack right now <laughs>
0: i don't want to go back Bonnie. i don't want to go crap. back
1: oh my god okay <laughs> anyway back to reality back anyway. to the future <laughs> back, back to this movie <laughs> uh so yeah whenever sassy f- like runs back and finds chance and shadow after you know she hears them You know, barking at the mountain lion, and she just runs away from the old man that saved her, and like whenever she finds them, like I, I cried watching that today. (laughs) I was like, oh, they love each other. They're they're actually like family. You know. Um, what else was I gonna say? Like, you know, the kids, the kids. I love the oldest son Peter's like his initiative and like wanting to like put up flyers and at least like. He had a talk with the, with the dad or stepdad, Bob, I think, of course. Of course his his name is Bob. Bob. (laughs) Uh, Bob. Um, You know, and he's like, you know, you should be doing, like, we could be doing a whole lot more than what we're doing. And so finally they did put up some flyers and, you know, that's how they ended up whenever I remember when the animals run into the little girl in the woods that's lost. Like I was thinking about like how, crazy how scary like that would have been for an actual child to be lost in the woods like that and and then to have two two dogs and a cat like find you and comfort you like that okay. like how sweet <laughs> like that would have that would have been so sweet but like i mean the fact they you know they found the people that were looking for her and um and yeah so that's how they the they ended up in the um what's it called in the pa- not it wasn't really the pound it was just that they, like the holding yeah. place for the family to come get them but obviously the, the animals didn't know that and i remember feeling so sad for them because they were like you know they thought that they were just going to be sad, like stuck in there forever and they're like oh poor chance 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 was right obviously they got out and everything was good <laughs> but um
0: you know no, but you the whole just, movie like, just
1: ended and they were stuck in there forever <laughs> oh my god like but obviously, it's like seeing the other animals in there. Like I was, I just kept thinking, I was like, rescue animals. Everybody, everybody like rescue them. them. There's so many out there. There's so many out there that need help. I want to I want um, to believe me. As soon as we get a
0: house, we're I know like, I, I need to. We need to adopt some animals.
1: <laughs> yes, adopt. Don't mm-hmm. shop. Even though I really do love the idea of like you know, even rescuing those animals that are in pet stores, but you know i hate i hate the idea that's the hard part it's like supporting it's it's hard because it's like you want to save them Mm -hmm. but you don't want to support like the mills that they come they come from and you know it's it sucks i don't know um (laughs) that's what we always say we did to dusty we say
0: that we saved him because we got him from a flea market and i was like he doesn't belong here we're gonna save him and that's what we did
1: yeah yeah absolutely um but yeah, just I I wanted to save all those sad babies in there. But oh my god, oh my god! And then whenever Shadow whenever they they run away from the thing, they get past all the trains, and then Shadow falls in the pit, and he hurts. And oh my that was god, was like the, that was like the that saddest like, part to me ever. I just was like, he's gonna <sighs> die. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And then obviously, whenever Shadow obviously you know goes in there and you know pushes him up. I think that's probably what happens, um, and then they run home to the family and seeing, oh my gosh, the little kid just screaming, "Chance, Chance!" Aww. and it was just so stinking cute, and I cried there. And then seeing, seeing Sassy run to her, run to the girl, and oh my god, it's just so sweet. Aww. It's just so sweet. And then obviously, like the heartbreak of like thinking, like, oh well. Shadows old, and he didn't come. Yes, and back. they're just sitting there it. waiting. Oh my God, I never. And they're it sitting me. there waiting, and just like the anticipation, and and I, I, technically you're the viewer, and you're not sure if he actually did come up or not because they didn't actually show Chance pushing him up the hill, um, back out of the right. hole, um, but oh my God, just, just the waterworks showed up, just, yep. just punch straight to the gut. I know. I'm like that, that. Like seriously, talk about movies that wrecked you. And this is pro- like honestly. I mean, there's so many an like so many animal movies that we. I feel like we're talking about oh, yes. in this season. And I'm like, this is why I love animals. Animals are wonderful. Oh, yeah. Humans are terrible. Yep, right. <laughs> like, animals are just know. the coolest. Um, I w- let me see here. Let me go over like the, the rest of the cast real quick. Mm. Um, because just re- very quickly, Kevin chevalia um who was the voice of jamie that was uh chance's owner kim Grice was the was laura who was the mom laura. robert hayes was bob <laughs> um he was the Go one here that- bob played bob <laughs> yeah and i love him like he looked familiar and i couldn't figure out where he was from i was like i know i've seen him in movies and he was an airplane I love- and i was like Right, yes. Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, Jean Smart played Kate. And I love... She's one of those people... She was the one that um, was... She had the farm that they were staying at. And I was watching the movie earlier and I was like, oh my goodness. she, she ha- She's one of those actresses where you see her in so much and you can't figure out her name. and um, But yeah, her name is Jean Smart. She's been in like twenty four. She was in Garden State. She's she's done the um, voice work in Big Mouth. She's uh-huh. in Mayor East Town. She oh, and I remember watching her in the show The um, Watchmen. Have you watched the show Watchmen? It's it's HBO. It's based off that Watchmen movie, like from Forever Ago. It that that show was so good. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, benjamin thal was peter which i remember thinking he was cute whenever i was little was the older brother you know (laughs) the one that had um shadow belonged to yeah oh veronica lauren was the was hope she was the kid um and she was also in the movie forever young do you remember that movie with uh mel gibson i do not you don't remember that oh my gosh yes that one was an interesting movie. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I just wanted to, yeah, that was, that one made me feel all the feelings. It really did. And then it was just, it's, it, it is a movie that you definitely, if you need to cry, that's a good one to watch if you want to do it safely and it not have to do with a whole lot of difficult adult emotions, <laughs> like just safely. kind of happy tears. You safely
0: in the comfort <laughs> of your own home. <laughs>
1: exactly exactly and that's why i love it so anyway go ahead um as far as secret garden goes this was the first time that i had watched secret garden and i don't know what it was about secret garden but i it, it opened up in like the it opened up in india right yep and i was like of course it's a victorian era maybe it's edwardian i don't know what time what period it technically takes place in but either way um i was just like of course it's definitely british colonization way to go very much and (laughs) and and there was something about i feel like there was a a lot of movies in this particular time frame that had to do with it like india in that particular time frame in like the victorian edwardian era it
0: would be which is it, it would be the ed- it would be the Edwardian, but it would literally be like r- right near the end because the book was written in 1911. So it's like the Edwardian era was so okay.
1: short. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was like the, just that that time frame of like the early 1900s. So there's because there's still because you know,
0: when you see like the 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 like pictures and the flashbacks of like that uh, and things like that, they are very much in that later because they didn't just like oh all of a sudden stop Victorian era clothing obviously it phased out but you can still see some right right
1: yes yeah I guess yeah I guess you're you're right the clothing kind of does give it away a little bit but anyway sorry I'm 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 holding you up I just had Mm -hmm. that you you throw it out there
0: you throw it out there which you could see right then and there why that movie appeals to me
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, and the, I loved that time frame whenever I was a kid. Obviously, I think we'll we'll talk about, like, Little Princess uh. as well, but that also had to do with, with, that was also set in India, and then I remember in the, like, I think it was, like, 1995, was the live-action Jungle Book that was set in India as well, and, yeah. I feel like so, a lot like- of times
0: <laughs> in different time periods you will
1: see, um
0: uh, I don't know how to put it, how to put it. very, like, the, the fascination with certain cultures during different times, and during that time, that was, like, a fascination. It was, like, Indian culture.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Which it is fascinating, it is. and it's oh, beautiful. very beautiful, very you know? beautiful. I mean, I remember,
0: like, watching that and just thinking, I just the imagery to me in that movie stood out so much because I just remember like you said you know we were young we were five and I myself was also in my girly phase and I just remember thinking like between all her outfits and then in a little princess of course once she like you know got you know money
1: (laughs) right yeah, yeah but
0: I always just like thought I just loved their clothes and it's just funny to like look back now and then, like, look at who I am today and be like, "Mm, I can kind of see where that, like, for that era started, because I just always, and I will tell you, Secret Garden has always been, I haven't seen it in a long time, I had to do some catching up today. I mean, I, once I started, like, seeing clips and stuff, it, I, all I have to do is see it, and then it just immediately, like, yep. Things come, come back to you, yeah. And that's, that's what it was, and I remember I used to watch it at my nana's all the time. It was just what because I, I was her, and I felt that like I had I had a secret garden in my friend's backyard. By the way, I will never forget it. My friend Alicia yes. and I know she listens to this because she tells me all the time. She had like we lived in a cul de sac and um, housing, <laughs> but she had like this wooded off area. Um, but you could just like walk into it, but there'd be like little ferns growing and like little leaves coming through the ground. And I literally felt that when I walked in there, that that was my secret garden. And I, I like totally played that out in my head as a kid.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, of course. I mean, that's what you what you do. I remember like, like I hadn't, I don't know how I have never seen this movie because this, this kind of movie was like right up my alley as a child at that, you know, at that age. It, but, like, I knew about it, obviously, because I watched, like, all the Disney movies and all the movies that had, like, the previews of it. Um, and I would pretend that I there was a secret garden as well, wherever I went. Yes. Wherever Everywhere. I went. Well, bet- between yeah, that and, absolutely. like,
0: being... Between, I feel like that and A Little Princess were, like, two of my favorites, which, by the way, I have the double disc set. Walmart had it, and I can't... Somebody got it for me, and I remember just being like, oh, my God, it's both of the movies together?
1: Oh, my God. But it's packed away.
0: Um, but, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I'll get into a bit of the movie itself. Um, so, I'm... If you're aware, it was originally a book um, written in yes. 1911 by. Hold on, I have it. I have it. I have it. All my stuff is like it, Francis Hodge, Hodge, Hodgson. Francis Hodgson Burnett. That's right. That's her last name. And okay. it's funny. Well, not funny, but interesting. How you mentioned like the colonization thing. Um, because one of the biggest things I guess with that book is it is banned in some places oh, due wow. to some like racial things within the book. Cause I'm sure that the book is okay. probably
1: different than the movie. <laughs> yeah. From- yeah. I can imagine, but I mean, there were even like a couple things oh, yeah. in the movie that I yeah, that I that I picked up on that I was like uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we can't say that anymore. <laughs> we can't talk like that. We don't talk, we don't talk. Or would we, we want know. to, but anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So um anyway, so basically it's about this girl, Mary Lennox. Oh, my God. I feel like I just I feel like I'm watching the movie as I'm talking about it. So it's so funny to like sit here. and describe. <laughs> So basically, like her parents die um, and she's sent to live with her uncle at this manor. And she's like not happy about it because she comes originally came, you know, from a rich family who had all these things. And, you know, she's used to, you know. Basically, living in the lap of luxury, although she didn't have, you know, the um, emotional support from her family, she got a lot of yeah. right.
1: Very clearly, that's evident early yes. on. Yes, very early
0: on um, in her behavior, she's, uh, you know, very, very much just.
1: She's
0: she's kind of a narc. She's very much
1: she's she's yes and that like i hate saying like the word i hate calling kids brats but she really was like and obviously it's like you feel bad for her but it's like it's um like even though i think i wrote down one of the things that she says to i think it was like the gardener or something she's like it's revolting the way these people behave toward me like she was like saying that to the guy's face. And I was like, "No, you're revolting, little Miss Thing." Like, and yes, I know she's a child, but geez, geez, be nice.
0: Like, that, and that, and well, that's what it is. Like, you know, she basically like is just very self-centered, very cold. Just doesn't. Oops. And then, of course, obviously, she's not happy because now she's living in what to her seems like this dull, like boring castle type thing. And she's like, "Yeah, right. yeah, no, this is not do anything. This is not India where I was being spoiled by my parents, like hanging out with elephants and stuff. Yeah. What is this garbage that I'm currently, um, doing?" But anyway, she basically kind of gets the uncle's kind of, you know. A, he reminds, its not like Beauty and the Beast, but it reminds me of that because he's such like a very type nice guy. that type of guy, very just like angry recluse.
1: Yes, yes. Um, and this is this is something else that I don't know if anyone else has noticed or has seen this movie. I was I watched it a lot as a child because, I, like I've said before, like I grew up in a very conservative home, and there was these movies called feature films for families. And my favorite one was Rigoletto, and it essentially is kind of like Beauty and the Beast, but it reminded me a lot of that, too. So if anyone else knows Rigoletto, holla at your girl. Actually, my friend Susie knows. She she responded. She was like, whenever we were talking about this s- series topic, and she was like, are you going to talk about Rigoletto? I was like, I don't think it's big enough for for me to talk about Rigoletto. I bet you people know it, um, I'm sure. But anyway. Maybe,
0: yeah, we'll see I bet you, and you'll be so shocked Anyway, go ahead, So basically, she's kind of, like, looked after by, like, the head housekeeper, Miss Medlock Which, which is, of course Someone we love Someone from one of our other favorite movies I gave this, I was trying to give the hint away on um, Instagram By saying that
1: Yes, I saw, I saw it I was like, will anybody get my clue? (laughs) yeah i i i was I, I was like oh my gosh she was i can't believe that she was in that well, movie have you ever as well like she's she was she's been in have so have much you... and i, Go I got ahead.
0: i was gonna what? say have you ever noticed something about maggie smith i couldn't hear you i was gonna say have you ever noticed something about maggie smith though in every single movie maggie smith looks old but she just looks the same old like just old like old i'm like maggie smith just just that old lady like in in hook in this in harry potter yeah i was like maggie smith you don't age but yet you did age but like you stopped at like whatever age
1: you're at now (laughs) right exactly and i think that's in like downton abbey even is like that too um like she has miss maggie smith dame maggie smith she's just she's just a gem i like i love her i got really excited when i saw that she was in the movie and then i saw and then i heard her say a couple lines and i was like she's mean in this one
0: (laughs) I I you know
1: i yeah i think she is just very she's very she's an enneagram type one she wants things done the way that things should be done properly children are to be like seen and not she's got a lot of pressure on her
0: shoulders you know she's gotta keep you know the screaming kid who doesn't actually have anything wrong with him happy and then keep if she doesn't keep him happy then it's like keeping you know the you know head guy happy so you know she's she's got a lot of stress so she's like you know what i don't want to deal with this kid
1: Yeah. I get that. Which is funny
0: because I get that now as an adult, but I probably would have not felt that same way as a child. I would have been like, oh my God. Now I'm just like, well, you know what? She's probably just got so much stress. She's like, I am just so done. And now I got to deal with this kid who ain't even my kid either. Great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Plus, plus too, though, Mary was such a brat. So that really didn't help her case any.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. She was- If you haven't of, watched this, do. Because
0: she really, in the beginning, is just such a little s- snoot. <laughs> it's like, Egh. But anyway, um. so basically, she is supposed to, like, not leave her room. Which, I mean, this is a child. I don't really know what you're expecting a 10-year-old to- don't leave your room. Right. Um, which obviously she does because she starts hearing things, hearing different noises. She begins hearing crying. So, I mean, I'd be pretty, um, you know, a little concerned, a little, a little worried. Um, she eventually like discovers, um, like her aunt's old room and it's got like this huge jewelry box in it, but she's just like, not quite sure what it's for. So she finds the key and she's like, hmm. Yes. All right. I'm just going to leave it here. Even though, like, let's be serious. In real life, you definitely would have just taken it. Like, you would have just taken it. you know, it it's a book honestly, slash movie. So yeah. obviously, we got to leave it. But I, I literally thought that. I was like, you would just take that key. Like, you're not going to come back and think about it later. Especially if it's a room that's <laughs> untouched because no one's going in there. Right. So then right. eventually, like, Miss Medlock's like, all right, whatever, get out. Makes her go outside. Um, She does like a little bit of exploring and she discovers her uh, garden. Um, Through the bird. Yep. There's at one point, there's this little bird. I actually posted the clip on um, our Instagram and she's like asking the bird, like, where's the entrance? Like, how do I get in here? Because it's all covered in vines and... You can't see it otherwise, which, oh my gosh, I'm like, ah, it just gets me so excited. I want to have my own garden. Like, I'm going to make it a secret. I'll just have vines growing around it and be like, everybody knows about it, but it's also a secret at the same time. (laughs) Along this time, she ends up meeting this kid. um, Yeah. I always laugh at the way that they pronounce it in the movie because I'm just like, oh, all right
1: yeah well that yeah yeah it's a little it's one of those
0: movies that but back when but back, you know when the book was written like you know that could have been a popular name Ticken back in yeah.
1: but I feel like I remember just, watching that like, we're 12 years old and we're still giggling I know at
0: you know it's funny because I feel like I probably even as a kid was like <laughs> yeah. you could have called deacon <laughs> you couldn't have changed it to anything like anything yeah (laughs) okay moving on sorry guys I'm sorry
1: (laughs) he's an Enneagram 9 by the way I didn't do any like astrological signs for them but I was like he's an Enneagram 9 he's just so pleasant he really
0: is just so nice which is a good thing for Mary it's very much like what she needs
1: (laughs) yeah she needed a friend like somebody to show her a little bit of compassion and like just like Basic human decency. Yes.
0: So she, you know, basically is telling him how, you know, she wants to, like, bring this garden back to life and all that stuff. But obviously, like, she doesn't know what to do because she just got there. So she eventually meets her uncle and she, like, brings it up, but, like, doesn't bring it up. She asks him about it in a very... Like, so the way, the way that she puts it is, yeah, she's like, if she can plant seeds on like an unwanted part of the grounds and he was just like, whatever, like, he doesn't care. He didn't want to look at her, didn't want to talk to her. He. Uh, because she looked yeah. like, he, she
1: looked like his wife. Yep.
0: So i just, you know, a lot of those, 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 the way people mourned back then, you know, they just, they mourn, they mourn.
1: They yeah. hard It's very English. You couldn't talk about it, but you had to. Yes. You, you had to like suffer in silence. Literally
0: had to suffer in silence and wear black for like ever, just just like um, Queen Victoria did up until she died. After her husband died, she wore black up until yep. she died. So there you go. See, yep. she she was like yep. the true goth queen, man. <laughs> For, For sure, sure.
1: <laughs> she she was the real OG, <laughs> the real, OG. the original, the god. original. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> uh, so we're <I'm> getting <laughs> into conversations about the queen, the good little queen. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so obviously they kind of continue to keep it in secret, and then you know Mary and dick and you know they start working on it and they grow like super close which i remember being a kid being like oh <laughs> they got a little crushes yeah. like, you could just tell it was so cute um and especially too because i watched that movie as i got older and older and older um yeah. so as time goes on um mary eventually discovers colin craven which is her cousin which is obviously you know Lord Craven's son, who he like also never sees as well, because you know he's clearly a great, great parental.
1: He's a great dad. He's a really great father. I mean, I understand he's kind of heartbroken, but I mean, and thinking that he was a sickly child, thinking he was going to die, and you know, obviously that takes a mental toll on the kid as well. You see that, uh, gosh, you see that as like in his. I don't know. Just there's like a, a a scene where he had like has like a mental breakdown whenever, um, she opens up the curtains yes,
0: because he literally is like convinced that like he he has the, I, the, I he like has every ailment in the book. Like he can't be in the sun because the sun will do this, and he can't be outside because this will do that. Or and it's just he's just it's it's, but him and Mary are a lot alike in that sense because yes. he. Yes. He has that very entitled, like, well, I'm sick and everybody's he- going to do everything for me and da-da-da-da-da and so on and so forth, because I can't do for myself. And then in a way, it was good for Mary to see that because it was basically like her seeing her own reflection and being like, ew, ew, David, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing,
1: you know? Ew, David, <laughs> yes. Ew, Colin.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like, I'll never forget one of the scenes when they put him in the bathtub of ice
1: oh my god because yes. they're saying like
0: he has a fever like he's so hot and they're like blaming it on her for like getting him out and it's all your fault like so like they throw him in this like tub of ice which is a thing they did back in the day but I remember being so shocked mm-hmm. by that and be like oh
1: my god they're putting him in ice like I can't even imagine what those feel like like it's it's crazy because I'm like yes I guess that would help inflammation mm. but at the same time like geez man like I mean you're like torturing a yep. kid like over and over and over again and i mean i do love that he ended up getting enough courage to be like i'm going outside you're not bothering me you know like you know i mean obviously that was short-lived because of the them thinking that he was you know sick and gonna die but making it a whole thing
0: (laughs) and blaming it on her and yes yeah just becoming yeah. you know just becoming this whole thing and it's God. I it's so man now i like i'm gonna have to try to convince matt to watch it with me which might be kind of difficult i don't know if he's usually re- yeah it's like
1: one of those movies he's usually really good
0: but i don't know because he will not watch a little princess with me he, the last time i watched it he was like absolutely not i was like come on it's so good though <laughs>
1: yeah it's okay it's like if men can put aside their masculinity like their tough tough guy masculinity for just he's, an hour but and he's a half so weird like that though because it's
0: coming from the same guy who like loves musicals and will watch mamma mia or like you know he would probably love to watch the notebook i'm sure he would but there's something yeah i think it's like little because it's like
1: Little little girls. Right, little
0: girl's fantasy thing, and it's not like a fantasy he had as a kid. So he's like, "Oh, well, like, what do I care?" Yeah, maybe that. Has- right. So he's like, "I'm not trying to grow yeah, some secret garden. Like, I don't care."
1: <laughs> although, although, but it's not necessarily it's not necessarily, it's not about the garden. Right. It's about what they discover. Although, <laughs> in the garden, <laughs>
0: although, I, I will say, <laughs> he probably would try to grow a secret garden if he could that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i know what i know A what you're talking adult about <laughs> garden. no kid you Don't can't go kid. in you cannot come in there's no key. it's just it's <laughs> invisible it's an invisible garden you can't see it
1: i put the <laughs> invisibility cloak
0: over it so basically yes you know it kind of Goes through them, like, going back and forth, you know, long story short, like I said, it goes through that period where, like, they think that she gets him sick, and then they kind of all separate for a little bit, and then eventually there's, like, a point, Um, you know, they're all in the garden together. This is, like, this scene, I actually, like, so I rewatched this scene, and so now Colin, he's in a wheelchair because, like we said, you know, he's he is supposedly sick. And got, you know, scoliosis and God knows whatever else he has going on. Well, at this point, like, he's literally, he's walking. And his father, who has not seen him, could carry him. Like we've said, he literally is just living in deep depression, woes me land, (laughs) up in his tall tower. (laughs) You know what I mean? And um, he, so at one point, so like, Colin's blindfolded and he's kind of looking and he ends up like touching his face. And when him and his dad, like, have that moment, it's just, like, so life-changing. But then it's, like, so crazy at the same time because then, like, Mary panics because now she's thinking, oh, my God, he's going to be, like. I lost. Yep. I lost it. Like, he's going to be yeah. upset. Forget it. Like, they're not going to want me either. Da, 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 da. And, and now at this point, like Mary's finally becoming like a better person. Like, you know, being with like Dickon and Colin, like have really changed who she is. She like loves them. She loves the garden. Like it's feeling now like her home. Um, And so like the scene kind of goes where she like runs off. And he, like, comes up to her and he's talking to her and she's just, like, feeling like, you know, I'm not, you know, wanted and da-da-da-da. And he's basically like, no, you're a part of the family now. um yes. And yes. it basically ends, you know, with just kind of them going well uh,
1: Like the three of them being a happy yeah, family. Yeah, just, like, and being this, like,
0: cute little happy family. And it really is just, like, such a sweet story. It's, it's, it's... I don't know it's fun and, and, and it's very visually fun which go figure because it the executive producer was Francis Ford Coppola who would have thought that oh my god I forgot
1: about that yes i was sitting here just
0: like getting I, all the information and I'm like Francis Ford Coppola holy lord who would like I mean you just that's would have, not yeah. someone I would have associated with that um But yeah, so that's kind of like the basis of the movie. Um, And then just some, you know, little facts. Like Brie said, it came out in August. It came out on August 13th, 1993. So probably right before I was going to get my butt in school, right before little Brie was going to start getting little homeschool books (laughs) together. (laughs) Um, Honestly, smart idea on your mom's point, because homeschool, I will say out of all the grades that what I would say, I don't mean easy and like, oh, it's easy, but the easier kindergarten by far to like, and there's so much available, like material wise, especially as obviously as it gets higher, it gets a lot
1: harder. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I I turned out like a, a, of average intelligence, I would say. So. You're now just fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, I mean, I'm still so socially awkward, but that's not because I'm homeschooled. Right no, that, that has nothing to do with it. Believe me. <laughs> but like, when it comes to Secret Garden, I, like, obviously, I didn't. I didn't cry in this one. I can see how it's very touching and very like. It's very emotional. I, I think as a child, especially at the end, I think I might have cried again out of happy tears, not necessarily out of sadness. I cried,
0: I think, more for a little princess, for example, like that part when she's like, it's raining and she's like standing on the, the thing and she's like, Papa, and she's just crying. And Papa doesn't recognize oh who she is because he's like for, uh, like damaged
1: from the war. And I'm like, Papa, she's stuck in this attic. I think we're talking about that next week. We're talking about that next week, so we'll get into more. We'll get it that into more of that next week. But yes, but this I think this one is up there because I think it did kind of teach people like to be a little bit more compassionate, yes. to think about other people. you just have to have compassion for people? I think is essentially what I it mean, boils down. And I feel to. like it
0: also taught adults lesson in a in a way. I mean, if you think about like parents sometimes you know, could get caught up in those things and stopping and remembering that children are also going through things too and to stop. Yeah. Because I think, especially back in those days, well, I will say the Victorian era into the Edwardian era was really when they started to like recognize children having childhoods and that children should have childhoods. So that really-
1: But I feel like it
0: was very slow moving. Yeah. They're obviously in comparison to what it is now, But I mean, that's why it's like, if you look at toys before the Victorian era, it's totally different. They were really starting to like market things like with towards children, especially like with books and all these books like this that were coming out. And it just, I mean, that's a good thing. Like I said, I feel like maybe, and I'm sure when kids were reading the book, maybe they could relate to having a father or a parental figure who was very standoffish and maybe for them. It maybe for them they could have seen some hope like maybe I could get my parents to come in to see it this way because obviously back then it was a lot more like that than it is nowadays where parents are far more involved with their kids
1: yes um absolutely I think that it was I think even with like the scene with um the one oh gosh what's the what's the one girl's name it's dick on sis dick and yep. sister gosh what was
0: her uh, name I have it i have it i have it i have it
1: uh martha martha that's right the scene where martha teaches uh mary how to yes. jump rope. like even like that things like that obviously it's not like a you know today it's not like a big deal or you know but i don't imagine there she never had a chance to jump rope she didn't even know what it was you know what i mean she's so, never childhood like she didn't have a childhood. I mean, she was very alone. She didn't have any friends. And I think that's another thing she said before in the beginning of the movie, when the gardener hears her is she's like, I've never had a friend before. And he was like that, I believe. And obviously, you know, because she was, you know, she was hard to deal with. And I mean, and you know, it's difficult because, you know, I don't want to like, yes, it's a, it's a story, but I don't want to say that about a child who's had a, like a difficult life and has never been shown any kind of love by any means, but it is, I, I yeah, it's hard to but generally say that for sure. That's However, what you come
0: across though. Honestly, I mean, working with kids, it's, you you're, you, know, you're just using it as a descriptor because unless you like see the movie, you're not going to be like, well, she's a child who clearly has, you know, so uh, sociological and emotional detachment issues. Like we get, you know what I mean? We're not just, You know, it's like working in the daycare. You could tell the kids whose parents were involved with their children and whose parents ignored their children. And for her, it was very obvious she was ignored. So, if you're not teaching – this is really strange because I was actually explaining this to Evan today. He was – I was trying to explain to him about how – I don't like to use the term if my kids have had a good or a bad – like – like they'll say, have I been good or bad? And I'm like, I don't like to say that. It's not if you're good or bad because no one is inher- is inherently good or bad. It's the choices in which you make because all the same, I was saying, right. I'm like, all the same things could happen, but you can make a good choice or you can make a bad choice. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Like I, it all just depends. Yeah. So I was trying to explain to them. I said, you know, unfortunately though, because Evan was like, well, what about people who, you know, do things to people? And I was like, well, I'm like not defending their actions, but a lot of those people didn't, were not taught empathy, were not shown empathy, were not shown love, were not shown anything. So they had zero ability to do those things. I said, however, they made their own choice in the end, because you make your own choices.
1: You know? Yeah, not everybody who's who's living under those same or similar circumstances is going to make those same right. decisions. But, I, did. you know,
0: I try to right. explain that. I just mm-hmm. I that was one of the one things that I learned early on working in early childhood Um, was that's just something that you don't say like you don't tell a kid they're good you're a good kid you're a bad kid because they get set with that mentality and then they're like well why bother and it's even hard for my own mm-hmm. kids like we've never said that but they still because they're kids they get that Well, was I good today and I'm like and they're like oh I don't know did you make any good yeah like, yeah I made good choices today all right good then you know what you're good and if you didn't it's okay because people also make bad choices as well yes good yes good people can make bad
1: choices and even sometimes bad people can make good that choices. That is true. You know? <laughs> and then you're like,
0: "What? You're confused. You're like, oh, "They're making yeah. a good choice right now." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this yeah, this one was uh, at the end, I think it's the I think one of the last lines is like um my uncle learned to laugh and I learned to yep. cry at the end. Like it's she could not in the, in the beginning, you know, she was, could not cry. She couldn't he couldn't oh, He couldn't enjoy oh, life you too. and Good night. <laughs> um It's like you know, and they were like between the three of the ki- the kids, uh Dickon and Mary and Colin. Between the three of them, they were you know whenever they they essentially were like trying to use magic. They were trying to use magic to call him to call the dad yeah. back because they wanted to oh, show they him did the fire. That, like, yes, yeah, yeah. They were like trying to do like a spell to bring him back, and they're he like wakes up, and it was like. Yes like it was like the magic the magic worked to is what they were but it, they never, were I will never about. forget that
0: part because he hears like his his wife's like voice in the distance <laughs> Come to the garden like I just <laughs> Come to the garden Yes oh yes. Oh my god like ah uh. Oh, I love that movie so much. But, you know, it's funny, actually. So, um, the girl who plays Mary Kate uh, Maberly, she was actually, she played Wendy in, was it, uh, what was the name of the movie? Uh, I had it, I had it. uh, Finding Neverland. Oh. So I was like, so then I go, oh, what a weird, like, six degrees of separation that she played Wendy in Finding Neverland. And then she did a movie with Maggie Smith, who um was Wendy at one point in hook so
1: isn't that just a strange coincidence yes yeah essentially yeah okay i'm trying to think of like because finding neverland used to be one of my favorite movies i'm trying i'll have to watch that again too and kind of put two and two together she, i mean it's she's a like it's a, she's an adorable little kid so, cute. so but at that point she what must have been like a teenager or in her early 20s yeah, right 2004 and she was in a
0: whole bunch sure. of other, like, things. She was just in – um. this was probably, honestly, for, like, the Histories Channel or something. She was in a movie called 1066. But I, like, looked into it, and it seems kind of like a reenactment type of movie. But she was in, like, other, like, random um, movies, too. And actually, a few – so I know you don't know quite as much, but this made me laugh a little bit. So when I was, like, going back and I was looking at the dad – I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, all I could think of is um, Trisha Paytas's husband, Moses. I was like, that's exactly, I, I know either. you don't any, but I know that people out there will know. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> and if you look it up. So if you yeah. just type in like Trisha Paytas's husband, Moses, you'll be like, Oh my God, he really does look just like him. I was like, Oh my God, it looks just like him. It's so scary. Like seeing like him in a movie, but it was funny. So like He was in, um, he was in like a whole bunch of other movies too. And like a lot of them were very popular like actors and actresses in England. Obviously Maggie Smith, we know the, the most. Yeah. But like, um, Oh, John. So John Lynch, who I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And I was like, I know, because I know the name Susan Lynch because Susan Lynch is an actress and she was in a whole bunch of stuff and funny enough, why I know Susan Lynch is because she was in a movie with you and McGregor. Go figure. I'm sitting there like, of course, Susan Lynch. So I'm like, I, I know that name. I know that name. Why do I know that name? But yeah, so there were like a few different like uh, actors in there. Um,
1: so is Susan John's wife? You no, know, they are siblings. 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 Okay.
0: So go figure, acting siblings. Um, they um for the castle for uh Misselthwaite Manor they actually they used Yorkshire's Allerton Castle which worked because it was set in Yorkshire England anyway so there you go um they used it for the most of the exterior and in interior shots which they go that makes sense when i say like she literally felt like she was living um, in a castle um Go figure that Maggie Smith was nominated for the BAFTA award for best actress in a supporting role in that movie, and she does she does very well. I mean, she does well in every movie. She, she I mean, she's a
1: wonderful actress as it is. So yeah, that I makes mean, sense. can you
0: ever be like, oh wow, Maggie Smith was horrible in this movie? No, absolutely. You can no. never say that.
1: You can't. If uh, uh, you talk ill of Maggie how Smith, dare you? you? I'm gonna back no. you. No,
0: <laughs> she's like she's like our our other Betty White. Like you can't. You yes. Care. That's all we got left now is is Maggie Smith. (laughs) Um, But also um, in 2005, the um, British Film Institute, which by the way, BFI, you can get, if you go on to like their website and if you find them on YouTube, you can get tons of like photos and clips of of, like silent films, historical films and all that stuff for free off of there. It's really, really cool because I follow them on um, YouTube. Uh, okay so fun fact for anybody bfi you just it, british film institute but on there it just says bfi but um they included them in their list of 50 films you should see by the age of 14 and i feel like i could agree with that oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was like yeah because it's very much that type of coming age style movie just like we said like with my girl they're around that like 10 11 year old age yes um, yes oh my god so i never even realized and when i was watching this scene they at the end Linda Rod, Ronstadt performs a song in it. Which go figure? Such a, such a nineties. <laughs> like did she? What movie did she not do a song with? Like, uh, <laughs> let's be serious. She did it with. She did this song in there. It was called um, "Winter Light," which. If you listen, you will hear it, and then you're like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's definitely Linda Rodstadt Because you're sitting there when I heard her voice, all I could think of was somewhere <laughs> like out there. <laughs> that's yeah. all I can think
1: of. So it wouldn't be an episode of Retrospects podcast if we didn't sing it something be. at
0: some point. <laughs> um, which is so also, but she um, sang it with one of the members from Celtic Women, Chloe Agnew.
1: Chloe Agnew. Chloe okay. Agnew, from I've never heard that name before.
0: Um, so there okay. you go. That's really fun. Um, for their reviews, they. So Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 88%. That's pretty darn good. Uh, that, that is, is good. really, really good. I mean, but. So I would say it's got like great um, fan based reviews. And then, like, obviously, critics were.
1: Critics can suck exactly
0: it. critics say what they always say, which is useless things that we don't care about, and they're like, we don't like this movie because it like doesn't follow the book or like something like that or something. <laughs> we just don't care. <laughs> We're like, cool. Well, we love it anyway. Um, it, I have it grossed about forty million box office. Obviously, not huge. Which yeah. it wasn't. I don't, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember its theater release. I only saw it on VHS at my nana's. My nana got, every time a new movie would come out, she would have it. Honestly, she probably still has it somewhere on VHS, and I will gladly take it and keep it uh, for myself. <laughs> yes. Oh, which, by the way, ooh, real quick, there are also, there are two other adaptations of this as a movie. There's the 1949, um, film and there is a 1919 film but it's lost I try; it's a silent film obviously as you believe as soon as I saw that there was a silent film I was like I gotta find it and of course it's like oh it's considered lost I'm like <laughs> why why if I could just go back in a time machine and I could ask people during the Victorian and Edwardian eras why they just were like I don't think we'll have to like you know save these or like keep them in a spot where, like lots <laughs> or fire won't get to them like they did not that's why like you know you see so many films that are like touched up or the ones that aren't touched up like i think i had shown you i want to say was it you or maybe i showed somebody the original alice in wonderland when you watch it like they touched it up to their best ability but it is in rough shape because they just they didn't they're it in a tiny little container they weren't taking care of it like we're doing now like trying to preserve all these things
1: preserve the so films it makes, it makes yeah. me sad it's it's but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure. That was that was good. That was a good one. I I'm glad I watched it. I can't believe it's taken me literally that Seriously. long to to watch it because like I did love watching like yeah we'll, we'll talk about it next week but like I did, I loved watching little um, me little too, princess a lot. and um, y- listen guys I know this is not necessarily like men people who associate themselves to be masculine yes. people like. You, it's, it's a good story. It does just because it involves like a little girl doesn't make it stupid? Right. Okay, listen, it's a book. Just saying, right? it's a book with yeah. words.
0: Obviously, very educational.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's all. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, anyway, I guess to wrap up, 1993 was a good year for movies, <laughs> and next week we will have a guest, um, who is my friend. Christy and she is absolutely incredible. She has done everything. She started her own magazine. She wrote comic book. Um, she has um, she has a couple podcasts of her own. She is a big movie buff. She has her own bakery. She's like one of the biggest bakers in the um, where I grew up in uh, Canton, Ohio. She's incredible. Wow. Like, she has way more determination
0: and, and, and I don't even know what She's, else that I could ever, ever have.
1: Like, I tell you what, I'm so excited to have her on next week. Um, so I will, I'm going to send her a message and have her start sending me some information and some promo stuff so we can promote her getting on here. So um, anyway, I guess to wrap up, We are on our, you know, check out our social media, of course. Um, We are uh, the Retrospects Podcast on um, Instagram and TikTok. Uh, It's been a while since we've made a TikTok, so I got to make that, I got to do something there. (laughs) But follow us there. Follow us on Twitter as well, if you have it, which I need to pick it up there too. That one is Retrospects P and you can also send us an email, you which won't. you won't, um, you, you won't. We've literally not received one single email. <laughs> uh, it's the retrospects podcast at gmail.com. Just in case you you, you, you forgot cool or you
0: messed up or that's why we haven't gotten an email. Maybe you're <laughs> sending it to the wrong, you know, uh, IP address. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Uh. So, yeah, you can uh, email us if you'd like. But also you can listen to us on um, Apple Anchor. Uh, google spotify and stitcher so um do that tell your friends remember to leave us a good rating and a review uh wherever you listen to us that would help us greatly so thank you guys and we'll catch you next week Bye bye bye